0: Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here's Will with today's episode. Hey everybody, I'd like to welcome you to episode 40 of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. Again, thank you to everyone that's been listening and sending in questions and comments. Um, We're very happy that we've made it to episode 40 and we hope to do at least 40 more and keep going with this. So again, thank you for that. And if you have been enjoying this, feel free to leave a review. We'd appreciate that. Today I want to cover a question that I get all the time from buyers when they're going to buy a house about earnest money and what earnest money is and how much they should put down. And so I thought this would be a good time to do a podcast about that. So anyway, earnest money is an amount of money that you put down as a buyer that shows that you're serious about buying the house. And there's no set fee. In fact, you don't have to put down any earnest money at all, but then the seller's gonna think, well, this guy's not serious, he doesn't even have enough money to put down any earnest money. So normally I tell people one, maybe two percent, it just depends on the price of the house. But you know, if it's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, you put down twenty five hundred dollars or two thousand. Again, there's no set fee and if it's too low, you know, the the seller may counter on that and say, we want more earnest money. But anyway, once you put that earnest money down, it, it goes to the title company and it just sits there. And it's not a fee to the agents or it's not a fee to the bank or to the seller of the house. If you go all the way through the contract and get to closing, then that earnest money, that $2,000, let's say, goes towards the price of the house. So it's still your money and it goes towards the price of the house. You you don't lose it. You can lose it, though, if you're not paying attention to your contract. The main way you can lose your earnest money is if you go through all of the contract, all of the contingencies, and you're good with everything and you're a few days before closing and you decide, you know what, I made a mistake. I really don't want to buy this house. Well, then you just lost your earnest money that's the way earnest money works it's it's to show that you're serious so if you back out at the last minute the, you know the chance you're taking is that you could lose that money like i said the contingencies that you go through when you when you sign a contract there's numerous contingencies for the buyer and each one of these if you're not happy with one of them you can get out of the deal and get your earnest money back so for example the main contingency is the inspection so if you do an inspection on the house and the inspector finds the roof is bad or there's mold in the attic or or whatever he finds that you don't approve of you can back out of the deal and get your earnest money back another contingency is the appraisal contingency. If you're getting a loan from the bank, the bank is going to go out and do an appraisal on the house. And say you offered $250,000 on the house, and the appraiser comes back and says, hey, this house is only worth $230,000. Well, there again, It didn't appraise for the purchase price of the house, so you can back out of the deal and get your money back. On that particular situation, another option, and same with the inspection and all of these, there's ways to work through this. You don't have to just back out if you don't want to. But with the appraisal, the people can come down to that price and you can continue on with the transaction and close the deal that way. Another contingency is the title contingency and that is the report that the title company is going to do on the property and it's going to tell you if there's any easements it's going to tell you if there's any SIDs which are special improvement districts which means if say it's a subdivision and they approved, you know, new decorative street lights throughout and everybody's pitching in 10 grand for it that goes right into the into the price of the house and, and you agree when you buy the house that you're going to pick up that tab. So there again, that's something on the title. Whether it's that or a, a road easement that you didn't know about, that's something if you don't like, you can back out and get your earnest money back. Another thing is the insurance contingency. And this just means if you can't say you're down by a creek or something or you're on a riverbank or something where the insurance comes back and it's really expensive, again that contingency just says if, if you don't if you can't find insurance at a rate that's acceptable to you, then you can back out and again you get your earnest money back. So all these things are in the contract to protect you. The last one, and again, another big one that usually takes until the end of the deal to find out, but your financing contingency, if the bank at the last minute says, you know what, we're not going to give you a loan, there again, you can you can back out of the deal and you get your earnest money back. Where you need to be careful is when you sign this contract, you have to make sure that your agent has checked all these contingencies because if they haven't, then you can't back out and and your earnest money is going to be tough to get back if there's no way for you to get out of the deal if you want to. So anyway, that is how earnest money works. If you have any other questions on it, feel free to let me know. And next week I'll be going over some things in a contract or in a situation where you need to be careful of and, and the earnest money will come into effect on that episode as well. So again, thank you for listening and we'll see you all next week with our next episode. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you will join us next week for our next episode. If you have any questions or would like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact me at Podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at montanarealestatepodcast.com or if you want to call, you can call me at 406-249-1735. We'll see you all next week.